Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you and today I have a really, really good one for you. We're going to talk about cycling testosterone and HGH in regards to fat loss as well. So, before we get into that, just a big shout out and thank you to everybody out there watching and supporting the channel. We're doing tremendous everybody and I cannot thank you enough. Please, if you haven't yet, subscribe, share, like, comment, whatever you can do. Feed the algorithm. It helps the channel to grow and we're just going to continue producing more and more content. Also, today's episode is sponsored by letsgetcheck.com. Now, Let's Get Check specializes in at-home blood testing and I've talked about this many times. They are amazing. They actually will send you your blood test kit directly to your home and they do this uh, to the United States and the United Kingdom as well and Ireland. Now, they send it directly to your home. You then go ahead and do the testing by yourself. It's just a big prick of the finger real quick. Draw your blood, turn it around, send it right back in. You track your results online. You see everything in real time. They have people that you can talk to to help you with your blood work. They do it all. They do uh, male tests, female tests, full hormonal panels, all the things that we need. They do sexual health. They even do COVID testing at home. So let's get checked.com. Uh, coupon code Jamelli30 will save you 30% off. Now, let's dive into this topic. We have a good one for you today, and I am honestly extremely, extremely excited for this one. Um, I have always get a ton of questions on testosterone, HGH, fat loss especially, so we're going to really dive into this one because, you know, when they're combined especially, they really bring out the best in each other. And while we're going to talk about fat loss and cycling them, I'm going to talk about a lot of facts and different things aside from just the main topic of this video, so be prepared to learn a lot today. So, um, HGH itself has a ton of advantages, reasons why people use it. I'm sure many of you are aware of that. Um, increased IGF-1 levels, improved athletic performance, better sleep, uh, the, the uh, ability to heal injuries quicker, and one of the most attractive benefits there is weight loss. So a couple studies I've got, one from 1990, it was the New England Journal of Medicine. Elderly men lost almost 15% body fat and gained over 8% lean muscle after using HGH for several months. Another one, uh, it was 1999, Endocrine, uh, Endocrine Society Conference is what it was. HGH users lost 13% body fat and gained 4% lean muscle. And the same research shows that those using testosterone over the same time period still burned about 5.8, uh, 5.9% body fat. Now, many anabolic steroid users know that testosterone isn't much of a cutting compound, but it's a great muscle building compound with moderate side effects when you compare it to other steroids. It's very, very ideal. But what if there was a way that we could combine both of these and get the muscle enhancing, uh, enhancing effects of testosterone and then the fat burning with HGH? Uh, that would be tremendous and it can be done. And I'm going to tell you and discuss why combining the two, HGH and testosterone, is going to produce one of the most powerful fat melting effects known to man. I'm going to give you a, a kind of a sample rundown of how to run them together and cover some side effects and benefits. We're just going to get into everything and anything. So I want to just talk to you about the HGH and testosterone cutting cycle in itself. Research shows that HGH and testosterone can actually create an incredible cutting cycle. Anybody would love 
to have the kind of body fat loss that I was talking about earlier, that 13, 14% body fat loss, but you're going to gladly take the 5% I talked about with testosterone as well. So now if you add those together, you're coming up with 18.8% or 19% right around their body fat. That's not how this works, but the reality there is even better. So I talked about some research from 1999 in the Endocrine Society Conference. I just talked about it. It actually showed that using HGH and testosterone together in a cycle led to up to 21% fat loss. Yes, that is synergy, my friends. Now, it actually showed through these results that when you combine them, it's going to offer accelerated fat burning that's not possible by running them on their own. And in fact, when you cycle HGH and testosterone, they have an extremely synergistic effect and it's absolutely worth using them together. A lot of people will tell you to get the most out of HGH especially. Now, burning fat is obviously awesome and it's great and everybody wants to look more lean and wants to be more muscular, but using TEST and HGH offers plenty of other benefits. It's not just the fat burning. Um, I want to just kind of give you a little bit closer look here at some benefits in both uh, because there is more to it than just the fat burning. I know the fat burning on its alone is desirable enough, but let's talk about some other things. We've got your anti-aging. HGH has become extremely popular in anti-aging clinics and you'll often hear it be called like the fountain of youth drug. Research actually shows that you can actually increase skin thickness and melt fat. And this is going to combine to give you a more youthful type of appearance and improve your skin, tighten it up. It's it's And it really, really can do it. Now, there's a boost in IGF-1 I mentioned earlier. That's insulin-like growth factor. And what that does is it sends amino acids and glucose to the muscles so that they grow. HGH enhances this effect by promoting the release of more IGF-1. And the end result is that you're going to have the increased level. It's going to give you a far better chance to build more lean muscle. Then we've got your obvious, which is the enhanced athletic performance. Now, if you're into bodybuilding and other types of sports, you're going to appreciate HGH tremendously. All right. And, and I'm going to go into that right now with the, talking about healing injuries, which is one of the main reasons pros like to use it or have used it like in baseball, especially pitchers that were using it. This was the reason. It aids in healing both new and lingering injuries. And athletes can look forward to having a quicker recovery, which is obviously imperative when you're playing sports because it's injury after injury after injury. Now, it does build more muscle uh, muscle mass. It doesn't have the same re reputation like a steroid one in any way, shape, or form. But it can actually help to build lean muscle mass. And then uh, quality sleep is a very big deal. And, and one of the main reasons people use HGH, honestly, that gets overlooked. It plays a big role in your restful sleep. The higher your HGH levels are, the more quality sleep that you're going to be able to get through the night. Now, let's take a look at testosterone. Testosterone also is going to boost athletic performance in a major way. I mean, look, you've got people out there that are more than willing, and it's many, to risk violating doping rules in order to use testosterone, to get all of the benefits from it, and it's because they provide so much and do so much. Increased muscle mass, more strength, more power, more speed. Anybody that uses steroids is going to expect to have some significant improvements in strength and and lean muscle during their cycle, especially if they're training hard and eating right. You, you're going to get tremendous results that you could not get on your own without it. 
Then we've got your fat loss, obviously, with exercise. Now, it's not like HGH. To, it's not going to produce a significant amount, but it does bind to the androgen receptor, and it increases your fat-burning potential. It's especially, you know, like if you're exercising and doing a good diet, you're going to have a far greater likelihood of this. If you're suffering from low testosterone, one of the side effects from low testosterone is the inability to, to burn fat, or it slows it down. And by implementing testosterone replacement therapy, Boom, you're going to be able to start burning that fat again as well. But the more lean muscle you build, the more fat you lose. And testosterone's huge for building lean muscle. Then you've got your faster workout recovery. One of the keys to recovering from an intense workout involves replacing depleted glycogen. And this is important because your muscles use glycogen as fuel. And testosterone increases the rate at which you replace this muscle fuel. Then we've got a higher RBC, red blood cell count. Um... So basically, this doesn't necessarily mean that you'll become a marathoner during your cardio workouts, but it gives you a chance to train longer for harder durations and, and improve that endurance and basically muscular endurance as well. Then we've got a spike in your libido, but hear me out here. So testosterone is obviously crucial for your male sex drive and flooding your body with exogenous um, outside testosterone is going to cause a spike in your libido. This continues until the end of your cycle, but be aware that suppression is going to occur and then your natural testosterone levels are going to take a hit. So this means that you need a full post-cycle therapy when you stop using testosterone. So you'll get an initial spike, but if you don't recover properly, it's going to have an adverse effect. Now, serious muscle and strength gains. We talk about this a lot. The biggest reason why people use testosterone in general is to build muscle and strength. I mean, there's evidence everywhere that shows steroid users gain serious muscle, serious mass. Even with lower doses, there's a very large capability of adding nice amounts of lean muscle. And I think most of us know that. Now, covered the benefits and what you can expect from testosterone and HGH. Now, what I want to do is talk to you about running a proper cycle of them. Now, we're going to talk about the length and the dose, all right? Because everybody's going to come at you with different days uh, lengths, doses, etc. I'm going to talk about testosterone enanthate here. So um, that's the most widely used ester or cypionate. So that's how I'm going to lay this out. We got a five and a, uh, five and a half to six day half life. So you're going to inject test E twice a week. Standard length I recommend is 10 to 12 weeks. A good general dose of testosterone is going to range from 350 to 500 milligrams. If you don't react well to the side effects, you can always lower your dosage. And there's no reason to go too high too fast, all right? Now, talking about HGH. If you have good quality pharmaceutical grade or top level HGH, two to three IUs a day is going to be plenty, up to three to four. But once you go and pass that, it's really not necessary. All right, take it, taking it once per day or five times a week. People have different ways they like to go about it and the length, a, a minimum six months. You can use HGH every single day, but many advocate out there that you take it a couple days off every week. And the reason being is that the normal ho uh, hormone, uh, growth hormone is going to come in spikes. So you should try to kind of just do four to five weekly injections and mimic that. I am a proponent of every day, but I don't have an issue with the five days. So let's here's a sample of this. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, use your HGH. Thursday, take a day off. Friday and Saturday, use it again. Sunday, take a day off. So that would be your five-day a week, kind of how it would look laid out. The daily HGH dosage is going to depend on your quality. 
like I said, if you've got the top level HGH, three to four I use is going to be plenty. If you've got, you know, generics like maybe blue tops or something like that, you might want to up it to five, six, seven I use a day. It really depends on your quality. I'm speaking on normal general quality that, you know, three to four I use is more than enough. Um, HGH is going to be ran a lot longer than test. All right. It's a milder compound, takes longer to deliver results. So HGH, while it has lighter side effects, it's got to be used for a longer time. Now, HGH side effects aren't going to be nearly as bad as you could get with testosterone or steroids in general, but there's still some undesirable effects, especially if you're trying to take too much. All right. Um, keep in mind that you never want to overdo it with anything just because it's mild, please. And you still got to take precautions with testosterone. You're going to need post-cycle therapy. Um, and I'm going to get into more of the ancillaries that you're going to need with testosterone. All right. Now, HGH side effects. We've got to go over some of these because they're there. Acromegaly. So what is that? It's actually associated with gigantism and it's going to result in like your deeper voice, brow protrusion, organ swelling, lower brow protrusion. It happens naturally when your pituitary glands are going to produce too much excessive growth hormone, but it can also, you know, result in overdosing on HGH, you know, in a synthetic form. Then we've got carpal tunnel syndrome. Now, HGH can cause carpal tunnel syndrome. What that happens, the median nerve traveling through the wrist is going to become compressed. Carpal tunnel causes numbness and pain in your wrist. And you'll know. You'll feel it. And um, a lot of users do experience that and mostly because they're taking too much. High cholesterol is another chance. Your triglycerides could increase when you're on HGH. This is why you should be in good physical condition before you use this or steroids, please. And I talk about that all the time. Um, pain in your joints is another one that some people have, um, especially when you're really increasing your weights in the gym. It, it, you, you're going to notice some more joint pain as well. Then water retention is a common one, especially early on when you're using HGH. Um, the higher your dose, the higher the probability that this is going to happen, and that's going to give you high blood pressure and bloating. And I've got a video on how to control this with your sodium and potassium ratios. Um, but that's an entire another topic on another video. Then testosterone side effects. Most commonly that, that you'll know about aromatization. What is that? Testosterone is going to convert to estrogen, and that's a process called aromatization. This can lead to gynecomastia, which is basically men growing breasts um, and uh, you're going to have more fat accumulation and more water retention, more bloating. Um, higher cholesterol can occur just like with HGH, but testosterone can contribute to serious cholesterol problems. Um, it can raise your LDL, which is your bad cholesterol and lower your HDL, which is your good uh, cholesterol. There's also a good chance of increased body hair and possibly acne. Now, a portion of exogenous testosterone converts to DHT or dihydrotestosterone after it interacts with the 5-alpha reductase enzyme. This causes androgenic side effects like your increased body hair, your acne, your hair loss, your aggression. And women are especially prone to these problems on steroids and that's what we know as virilization. This is why they, I recommend just steering clear or only going with something like Anivar or Primabolone as a woman. Now, I discussed suppression a little bit earlier. Um, basically, outside testosterone is going to suppress your natural testosterone function. So your body is going to take this rush 
of uh, exogenous testosterone as a sign that it doesn't need to produce as much anymore. And this is going to lower your, your testosterone and you're going to have less sex drive until you actually recover this with a full post-cycle therapy. Please watch my video on the perfect post-cycle therapy. Now, the purpose of ancillaries on cycle is to minimize side effects while you're on an anabolic steroid cycle. Post-cycle therapy is used to recover your natural hormone levels given that both estrogen and testosterone are affected during a cycle. That said, we've got to cover both HGH and testosterone here. The good news about HGH is that you don't have to worry about ancillaries. You don't have to worry about uh, PCT just for HGH alone. You just have to take some breaks away from using it. All right. So let's say you stay on six months to a year. Well, you need to, I recommend taking a good 30 to 60 days off at least. You don't want to desensitize yourself. You don't want to overdo it. Um, drink more water and reduce your sodium intake too, because this is going to help minimize water retention on the HGH cycle and keep your potassium levels up. And like I said, watch that video as well, because it really goes into great detail. It's going to help you tremendously. Now, since, uh, since testosterone converts to estrogen, like I mentioned, you need an aromatase inhibitor. So you want aromasin or arimidex to make sure that you're controlling estrogen on your cycle. Now, I mentioned earlier about your full post-cycle therapy. I want you to please, I want to indicate again, go watch my video on the perfect post-cycle therapy because it's going to lay out the entire post-cycle. It's going to explain to you why you're using each product in there, the benefit, and what it's going to do for you. So... I think you can see now that by going over this, going over all the benefits, that testosterone and HGH work extremely, extremely well together. This is a dream cycle. Um, just make sure that you always have everything on hand before you start your cycle, all right? Just please don't go into a cycle and, and not have everything on hand and then run out of something or not be prepared if something goes wrong or if you have a bad side effect or whatever the case may be. So please, please, please watch out for that. That's really it. That's the cycle. That's what you can expect from it. Look, like I said, this it's a no-brainer that this is a tremendous cycle. It's extremely desirable and you're going to get stellar results. Just remember something. The capabilities of these compounds are there, but it's on you to make sure that you have a consistent diet and training program going and that you stay that way or you'll never get everything out of this like you should. You have to put in the effort and you have to do the work and the compounds are there to, to pick you up even higher than you're able to go on your own. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.